Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Throwback Thursday, July 6th, 2023. Rhino Steve Cypress here. The daily podcast Wearing my, one of my New York Mets shirts today. Still in the afterglow. And now in the afterglow for real. Another 110 plus degree day here in way too hot and way too sunny. Not a cloud in the sky. Phoenix, Scottsdale area of Arizona. Anyway, my beautiful wife, Michelle, and I made the annual trek to Chase Field last night to watch my beloved but almost always horribly disappointing New York Mets take on the first place young up-and-coming Diamondbacks. And there it was, uh, ninth inning. Mets had not scored, had only gotten three hits. And they were down only one nothing though, thanks to an amazing performance by Kodai Singa. Uh, but then, bang, home run by their number seven hitter, their rookie catcher, Francisco Alvarez, who is a monster at an amazingly young age. And then a dribbling single through the infield by another rookie, third baseman, Brett Beatty, the number eight hitter. And then the last hitter in the lineup comes up, Mark Canna, bangs a triple to right center off the wall. Brett Beatty scores the go-ahead run. David Robertson comes in to shut the door in the bottom of the ninth, and the Mets somehow win two to one. And that made me think, uh, man, Mets comeback in the ninth inning, that's deja vu all over again, because about five years ago, uh, when I went to Chase Field to watch the Mets, the Mets were down three to one going into the ninth inning. They had an anemic, scored one in the first, and then they were anemic and didn't score the whole rest of the game. They were down 3-1, about to lose. Wasn't as dramatic as last night where that game-tying home run came with two outs and two strikes, one pitch away from ending the game. Uh, but here, they scored four runs in the ninth inning at that game about five years ago with two home runs. And bang, bang, and it was very similar last night where the crowd, the Diamondbacks crowd was taunting the New York Mets and, you know, you guys suck and blah, 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 and go home. And then boom, boom, home run, home run, Mets won. And again last night, home run, base hit, triple, Mets win again. Well, that brings up today's topic of the video is confrontation. Uh, in business, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. I mean, in all of life, it happens, although there's lots of things you can do to avoid it. Uh, the main thing 90% of people do to avoid it is they don't have the courage to own their own business. They go work for us. They have to find someone with the courage to take the risk and take the confrontation uh, and have the dedication and the, uh, the sacrifice to go start our own businesses. And once they're successful and then really successful and really start hiring a lot of people and they come work for us so all they pretty much have to do is show up and do their job and any confrontation at all in the workplace i mean talk about snowflake karenitis they go crazy i'm gonna run to hr and you can't say that and ooh, ah, and how dare you and oh oh i'm so sorry that's terrible apologize to your co-worker and a blah, boom bang whatever for business owners 
confrontation is a way of life. That's what it's all about. So it's only a question of how often it's going to happen, how severe it's going to be. So it is absolutely critical that you learn how to handle it well. And hopefully, if you're watching and you already know how to handle it well, you can tune out now. But for those that are having trouble with it, here's what you do. I'll tell you, first of all, what you do not do. You do not just simply ignore it and hope it goes away. Uh, that's the worst thing you can do because it will not just go away. Uh, and even if it does, uh, it is still simmering under the surface, ready to explode even worse uh, when it resurfaces the second time. Uh, so what most people like to do is the simplest, easiest, quickest, cheapest way possible to communicate to uh, diffuse this confrontation. They will send a text message, send an email, uh, send a social media message, uh, put a post uh, to the person, uh, maybe even, you know, pick up the phone. Uh, but the very best thing you can do is see the person in person and confront them face to face, head on, as soon as possible after the confrontation starts and clear it up and realize that you're both human beings. You have unbelievably more in common than any, any differences you have and differences are not good for anybody. And so diffuse the whole thing and find a solution and move on. So that happened. At last night's game, there was this yeehaw guy and his two buddies, these Arizona Diamondback fans, who came down. Uh, we were sitting, my beautiful wife Michelle and I, in the second row, uh, one section over from the New York Mets dugout. Uh, those two or three sections always filled uh, with Mets fans, of course. The visiting dugout has the visiting fans nearby. And so there was about three, four, five hundred Mets fans there, and these three guys come right down and sit among us and start this one guy starts yapping now to their credit his two friends just buried their head in their hand they were like go oh, or in their phone or they were like uh-oh what's this guy doing but this guy just kept standing up and taunting and you know he kept chanting overrated overrated uh mets suck 260 million down the drain, what a waste, they suck, they're overrated. And the Mets fans just sat there, like I said, like employees that don't like confrontation and don't want to deal with it. And they all looked at each other like they wanted to run to mommy and HR and complain about this guy. Uh, and they all just took it and sat there. Well, I, of course, like I just taught how it's done, I walked over to the guy and had a conversation with him. I said, look, they're certainly not overrated because they suck and find me one person that thinks this year's Mets team is good. So they're not overrated, uh, but they are overpaid. And then another, now, see now, and, and he was like, oh, he didn't, uh, no overrated. He just kept screaming and yelling and okay, whatever. So that first opportunity didn't work but I'd broken the ice a little bit and one thing I had done was as a leader I'd freed up some of these other Met fans now to have a backbone and not just sit there crying for mommy and a couple of them started speaking up and said to the guy by the way Mets payroll is not 260 as in 260 million dollars a year it's 360 dude they're even worse than you think they are like you know get a clue and he kept going 260 they're like 360 Two, now they're chanting back and forth, 260, 360. They're like, look it up, look it up, look. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just, 
total craziness. Now, meanwhile, Mets get an out, Mets get another out, all this, uh, you know, confrontation is still going on, and, but the Mets fans, you know, loyal to the bitter end, there we are. Uh, what else we have to do? It's only once a year we get to see our team, or they played three games, they're playing right now. So some people might have gone to two games or all three, but I go once a year, and probably most people go once a year if they go at all. So we're staying to the middle end. Besides, it's only one nothing. Anything can happen. And then, sure enough, anything did happen. And the Mets hit that game. Francisco Alvarez hit that game-tying home run. And now people went crazy. And at this point, I went right back to the guy again, and I pointed right at him, and I said, in your face... Check that out. Now the sucky Mets have tied up your first place Diamondbacks. Now to the guy's credit, look what he did. Totally unexpected. But he just stood there, kind of took it like a man. There's 400 Mets fans when they got done with high five and their friends and family and the people near him in the stands. They started chanting over at this guy and yelling and screaming and pointing. And To this guy's credit, he just stone cold stood there, silent. He looked down at me, put out his hand. And I shook his hand, and he said, you're a good man. Way to go, Mets. I was like, what the heck? Good guy. Walked back to my seat. System, uh, uh, confrontation, situation diffused. So you want to hit it head on like that. It's not time. Now, I know in today's technological world, you want to use all the cheap, free, instant technology. Like, you know, think, of, think about world leaders. Like, do they, you know, what do you think they do uh, when they want to perpetrate their, uh, their uh, climate warming global weather scam? Uh, they get on their private jets, which shows you right away, unless you're a total fool, that they don't even believe it. Of course, it's not true. So if it was, believe me, of course, they're not flying on a private jet. Obviously. I don't know. But... They go fly from all over the world and they meet each other in person. World leaders go meet in person all the time. Maybe right now, our president is meeting some other world leader right now, flew halfway around the world to the White House or vice versa or, or whatever. Could they just all get on a conference call? Well, of course. They're world leaders. They have the technology. Could they get on a Zoom call? Of course. Could they get in a group text message? Of course. Uh, a Google Meet? I mean, come on now. They go in person because that's the most powerful way of communicating. And when it comes to confrontation, at no more point is can make communication more important. Face to face, nose to nose, get it taken care of, meet it head on before it gets worse in person. If you absolutely can't do it in person, then you do a Zoom meeting, uh, you do a phone call, but you don't, don't, no matter what, don't send a text message. You know, when people try and do business with me or talk with a text message, I'm like, what an amateur. I lose all respect. I know this guy is a foolish business person. I'm like, you're kidding me. Let me get this straight. You have your phone in your hand and you know my phone number and you think this is really important and you don't call? You send a text message and text messages for information. What time you want to meet? Here's the address to my office. Uh, here's the numbers from last week's advertising campaign. Not a discussion 
especially an emotional, heated discussion trying to solve confrontation like the text message. So that don't be like these young whippersnapper fools of the younger generation to think, oh, those old fuddy-duddies. Look at that guy, the bald hair, the gray hair, doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, oh, I'm a technological whiz. I send the text message. Well, good luck to you. That's not the best way to do it. It's not even in the top 10 of the best ways to do it. In fact, very often you're going to make the confrontation a lot worse. And if you've ever done that, you know what I'm talking about because you have the proof, you have the experience. So do what any serious business person, leader, world leader, sports team leader, if the manager has to, you know, trade somebody or, or waive them or, or bench them or what, do you think he sends a text message, you're benched? Hey, Colin Kaepernick, you suck, you're benched? And then Colin Kaepernick pouts and kneels in front of the bench. I'm not benched. I'm not going to sit on the bench. I'm going to kneel. And Sutton came up to him and said, you know, you, you ought to turn that kneeling thing instead of being a crybaby about sucking and being benched here at the end of your career. Why don't you turn it into some political statement as if you knelt on purpose to kind of protest uh, uh, black discrimination. And suddenly people believe that that's why he was kneeling. And so that whole nonsense started. But anyway, you get my point. Uh, undoubtedly, when the coach of that team, the 49ers, uh, benched Kaepernick, he called him into the office. He was the starting quarterback. And he said, hey, and he probably in front of the whole team then, got the whole team in person, said, I want to let you know before you hear it in the media, before you in the press, before rumors just go around the locker room here, I want to tell you guys, we're making a big change. We're changing our starting quarterback the leader on the field of our team, Colin is going to take a seat and this young guy is going to come in and his place, blah, blah, blah. It's always done in person, folks. Do the same. Don't be a fool. Handle confrontation correctly like this character and I did last night at the Mets Diamondbacks game where the Mets heroically, miraculously, amazingly came back just like they did, throwing it back about five years ago with another ninth inning comeback after an entire anemic game by the Mets for eight innings. They did it again and came back and won in the ninth. Let's see what they have, what they do next year or five years from now, but it was deja vu. Perfect for throwback Thursday. That's it for today. Thanks for being here. Best fortune to you handling all of your business confrontations and personal life as well. Because if you are the head of a family or in a family or social situations, again, unless you're a complete coward, Nancy, Snowflake, Karen, whatever they call it. And I mean no disrespect to people named Karen or Nancy or Snowflake or anything. Uh, but that's the common terms, I guess, uh, for uh, being a coward. Uh, uh, then hopefully you, you learn to handle confrontation well. So... That's my wish for you, and I thank you for being here today, and I'll catch you back here again tomorrow on Foundation Friday, over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.